Hello, welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast. Why are you talking like that? Why are you talking like that? <laughs> welcome. Get up off welcome my Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast. <laughs> I do intros weird because you guys never let me do them. That's so not You true. guys, we take turns. I know. You guys. I just don't want any sass for talking the way I'm talking. Well, then you need to get I'm a new co-host. I have lots to go through. <laughs> I have lots to go through, so I'm being speedy because we've got lots to talk about. All right, try it again. And First I'll of all, no, I am not. <laughs> unless, unless you do it weird, so do it as normal as possible. Hi. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Hi, welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast. Why are you talking like that? That sounds I'm you sound not, sad and annoying. Well, that's because I am sad and annoying. <laughs> well, I'm Steph. And I'm Marley. I'm Lindsay. And we have with us today... A special guest. Brian. <laughs> What's good, Cup Scenes and Cupcakes? Uh, thank you for having me. You are very welcome. We love having you. We love having our BFF, Brian. I don't say BFF. <laughs> BFF right. I am EDR. out of character. <laughs> but, but wait, Hags. why do we have a guest here? This is not our this normal guest a... episode. What? I'm so glad you brought that up, Marley, <laughs> in such a natural Are way. Talking like um, that? I'm a robot. <laughs> this, is unhinged. this is unhinged. <laughs> um, the reason why we have Brian with us today is because we were originally going to have his help with the behind the scenes episode. But then we realized we were all vastly unprepared and didn't tell him what we were doing. Wow, we're going for brutal then, honesty today. But we also weren't prepared. That? Yeah, I'm <laughs> saying we weren't prepared, and then we didn't prepare Brian, but most of all, we weren't prepared. So we're doing things out of order this month. What? It's just how it's going to go, and it's going to be all right. We're going to have fun. We're having fun. <laughs> have a good summer. If it's bothering you, wait till the end of the month, listen to the behind the scenes, and then you can go and order from there. I wouldn't recommend that because there true. might be continuity between episodes. That's fine. <laughs> like where we reference jokes and stuff from this episode. Don't worry about it. Just, yeah. Anyway, yes, listen to our side, podcast. Yes. We're doing the smishin. The smishin. Smishin. And we are talking about Street Fighter. Like we said earlier this month that we were doing kind of a retro theme. And so what can be better than talking about a retro retro game? A retro retro I guess retro it's not game? that old. It was really It's not Pong. 1987. <laughs> I mean, I thought it went Pong, Super Mario Brothers, Street Fighter. Is that not right? No, not even close. I, I mean, I thought that's what it was. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Brian, Where, Brian is upset. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. You're projecting Brian, my emotions. Were you alive when Pong was uh, <laughs> first on the scene? I was, in fact, not. Oh, okay. I just wanted to check. Make sure there. Thank you, <laughs> Stephanie. You're sounding like an asshole. I, I know. <laughs> I think we're all a little, little uh, spicy tonight. It, it's the. Um, it's the conundrum with retro games in general, right? Because we're getting to the point where video games have been such a mainstay of our culture. How do we determine? And we've seen, we, we've now grown up with video games. We have, you know, new generations coming into video games. What's retro? It's kind of like music. People are like, oh, you listen to old stuff, like My Chemical Romance, and I just die inside. <laughs> and I'm like... No, if they're still right, like right. you know, alive, then it probably <laughs> isn't retro. No, because like Mick Jagger's still alive, and I definitely think his music is retro. Okay, I feel like for video That's games, fair. it's like I don't know. You guys can we can argue about this, but I feel like it's pre two thousand five. No. Wow. <laughs> you said we could argue. Well, so I would I, say I like 80s and 90s that. would be retro, but there's some stuff in the early 2000s that I would consider retro. So like pre like Xbox One and PlayStation 3. Probably, yeah. I'd say so. Wow. I, I would say PS2 Ooh. games are getting a little retro. Wow. Oh, that's a hot take right there. And, this and these are the conversations by. that we need to have. These are, <laughs> these are the... These are the, the, the finding moments that we, we need to have an understanding on. We need to get a Cutscenes and Cupcakes TED Talk about retro gaming. Well, what would you consider, like, is the cutoff for retro games, Brian? What is the cutoff? Okay. I, wait, wait, come 
I think the cutoff oh. is um, it, it it depends. It ebbs and flows, right? Um, I think it it's more um, symbolic of the times, or rather, the technology when it comes to video games. Because unlike music, unlike literature, video games are unique in the sense that the technology is constantly moving. So you can look at something and feel super dated, or you can look at something and and see what you what you believe is a portal into the future. Whereas a book is 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 published, you'll look at that page and you'll you'll remember how reading it made you feel. The page won't change. Music, you know, unless we get you know, a re-release or, or, you know, a new cut, new collab, new, new instrument, new, new instrument, new mix. Um, still the, the very, uh, the overall experience of, of listening to that track, that record, that CD, that cassette, um, <laughs> that eight track that, that, that won't change. Um, so it's, it's a very, it's a very hard thing to say. Marley, I, I think, um, the best answer I have for you at the moment is, um, Essentially, just what, what, what games speak to you in a way? What makes you remember? What makes you feel the most nostalgic. like a kid, or or you know nostalgic, or or what makes you feel like this is something you've never seen before? Hmm. Is that a rhetorical question? Uh, no, that was my answer. Oh, okay. But uh, <laughs> are you asking me a question now? Because I'm not sure I know what. The but but question it, exactly but it definitely but also yes. if, if it was a question, if it was a question, is what when you play a game, what what gives you the memory that you are, you know, back in an instance and you're a kid and you pick up a controller for the first time, or what's a game that you played where you're so excited to pick up the controller because you've never played anything like what you're about to play before. Wait, like my experience with Metal Gear. But don't answer that because I wanted to respond. Because I think, um, I think that you're right. Like retro, I feel like definitely the term retro itself definitely has a term where it has to be like talking about technology. So I think both of you are right. Like Marley, your tech, you're talking about if it's pre that, the tech isn't quite there. The graphics aren't there. It feels old school because it's not like you pick up Shakespeare and you're like, oh, this is so retro. Willie, go off. Um, <laughs> no. <What? laughs> Why are we calling him Willie? <laughs> Why not? William. <laughs> what? Slightly better. William. <laughs> um, but so with vid- and then even like TV shows and stuff. Yeah, there's some retroness to it. But I think, too, with video games. I think it's a niche idea that video games were media of importance up until now it's becoming more so and more so and not. And we've talked about this a lot where it used to be like gaming and video games itself are kind of like almost a closeted experience or like a, a certain type of person did it. And so now it's coming on the forefront and it's, it's so much, yeah, it's getting to be so much bigger and so much more so than it used to be. So I do think, you are right, Marley, in ways that, like, pl- before PlayStation 2 and, like, Xbox One, it was kind of like the Halo Bros or the Metroid guy or whatever. Or the arcades. Yeah. And stuff like that. Yeah. So, but, yeah, it's a it's a very philosophical question of what is retro. Well, and yes, I, yes. I also think, too, that, like, a huge part of it goes into, like, obviously the style, but also, like, the graphics and the quality of graphics. Like, we've come such a long, long ways. Not to say that, like, older games, like, are bad because they're, like, different quality and, you know, because it was... But the thing is, like, for most of those games, they were, like, great technology for their time. And so they were innovative at that time. But we've we've since come a long ways. And so it's, I guess, just, like, as a, as a gamer who... Yeah, I, I definitely grew up with some games as a kid, Um, not to the extent as, you know, a lot of other people, but like my gaming has definitely been more in recent years where it's been better graphics. Yeah. And so it's like a huge difference. But what about like demastered games and like, meaning like a game that like, okay, so Bloodborne came out, I don't know, like whatever years ago, seven, 10 years ago. Was it that long? Oh, I don't. I don't know. At least eight. Bloodborne came. I think it was twenty fifteen. Eight years ago. It was about. So, but they've like re-released a demake of it. So like, 
you can play it in PS1 graphics. Or, you know, you can play it in, like, you know, there's new games. What I'm saying is there's new games coming out in old graphic styles. Right. And that doesn't make them any less new. So many people stylize their games as, like, 8-bit. Well, and I think that just, I think to me that automatically my first thought was nostalgia. Yeah. I think a lot of people do that for the nostalgia factor Mm -hmm. of those games, you know? I mean, and even like, like a game like Metroid Prime, the remaster that we, you know, talked about this month, um, for our main game this month, like it, um, yes, it's remastered and it looks like graphics wise, it looks and feels like it's a new game. Like it's, Hey, like this came out this year kind of thing, you know? I mean, cause it, did it was remastered this year but like at the same time the style of the game you can tell it's an old game Hmm. there's no fast travel (laughs) for one thing and so like there's just that whole thing of like going back to your save point and you have to like go a long ways because there's like certain save points around the map that you have to uncover for your benefit and if you don't save and you die you have to start all over in that section you know what i mean so it's like Mm -hmm. still kind of an older style Maybe know. that's just showing so that. So Street Fighter uh, came out this year. Us young, <laughs> young folks aren't as patient as the old folks. Do you have anything to speak on that, um, Marley? I'm just kidding. I was going to toss it to Brian, like, but I already made an old joke. So I'm just. I mean, are we talking about Street Fighter? I was just saying, I I think uh, we don't yeah. have as much patience as as we used to in gaming as well. I mean, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I think that's a big testament to my gaming experience with metroid prime because i don't really want to i mean i i tried and like i definitely held the controller in my hands and played through and tried to like figure things out and where to go and what to do but i don't have patience for that so i'm like no i need like something to tell me where i'm going and what i'm supposed to do i need it to be more linear and so that's why I'd hand the control to Jason and be like, here, you're better at these kinds of games than I am. So, like, I'd rather just watch you play because we can get through it faster. My debate point that I'm just going to drop here like a bomb. I have sunk 310 or so hours into Tears of the Kingdom. I have not beaten it yet. I don't know if that's an accurate number, but at least 150. I mean, Jason's about that, too. And now. it's not an old game. That's valid. Yeah, but that's a different kind of game. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. Like, it's even not even Metroid, hours. That's even, not what I'm talking about. I'm just no. Even no. Metroid Prime, which is what you determined as an old game by the feel of it and the gameplay, there are new games coming out with that similar gameplay. Retro. Okay. But, but you see what's happening here. You see. You see. You see. You see the discourse that's happening here. It's. It's so. It's. It's such a philosophical as. As you know. <laughs> Stephanie, I'm known. Out. I'm known as the deep one. There's, there's a philosophical aspect to it, and and you can you can have these sort of um, back and forth of, of understanding what feels old school to to one individual versus what feels like a uh, complete or a new or, or I don't want to say new. I want to say let's just say like a like a um, like a main era experience in gaming. If if I want to let me let me pose this to you let me let me pose this question if we want to just step outside of the philosophical <laughs> for a minute and just kind of ground things let's 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 approach it from this perspective Marley you pointed out you know no fast traveling the conversations we used to have the the debates that we used to have back in the day on the playground is any game that did not allow you to save built I mean we're talking about a save feature save option built in. That was old school. When you didn't have the luxury of memory cards, when you basically had one rental, one night, essentially, or one weekend <laughs> to get as far as you possibly could before taking it back, you are specifically dealing with old school games. What, 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 what do you think? Is that what you're saying as far as your experience with, with Metroid Prime? I don't know if I understand the question. What's the exact question you're asking? The exact question is the... The, the limitations of saying not having a game that is allowing you to fast travel. That's not allowing you to progress in more of a modern structure, modern game structure that you're used to. So you only have to you only you have to get to your save point. That's the only way you can save. 
versus you know fast traveling to a save point or having the luxury of just or like auto save like auto Diablo save, Four is an auto save That's or amazing. saving <laughs> saving whenever um, when you're when you're limited in that way does that does that give you a more pronounced definition of old school versus the new school? Okay, I understand your question now. Thank you. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Enough said. <laughs> no, no, I just, no, I, no, I think that's ex- like you're, I think that's, a, you hit it right on the nose because like to me, it, it, it does feel that way because we've played so many games that are, um, I don't know if like, I don't want to say like innovative and mean that as like old school games are like dumb or, or something like, or lesser. That's not what I'm trying to say at all, but like we already had our episode of lesser games. games. <laughs> this is an episode of lesser games that's turned into a philosophical what yeah. retro means. Oh, don't worry. I've got a segue coming up. But, um, but like, I feel like there's just so we've seen so much, um, develop over the years and even the recent years and like games are just so much more accessible and just like, Quality of life. Quality of life. Like, just, yeah, it's just so much, it's just so different that um, when I think old school, like, yeah, I think of, like, like that, where you have to, like, backtrack, like, forever away to get to your save point. You can't just save where you're at. And when you turn off the game and come back, you're back at that point. That's not really how it works. And so I guess maybe we just, we've just been so used to these newer games that are, <laughs> it's almost like they're, like, cushy. You know what I mean? Like, we're kind of used to this, like, certain thing. And so when you, like, Kids oh, today. I have to go all the way Everyone back. Everyone gets a trophy. <laughs> back in my day, but I had to walk uphill. I have, to, I have to say, though, it's kind of interesting. I looked up the definition of retro. And retro means imitative of style, fashion, or design from the recent past. Okay, oh, now so that's an entire like, different category right? of games. Right? Mm-hmm. So I'm like, this like totally changes everything. <laughs> I uh, dispute category. that definition. Who, who posted it? So we have... Oxford. <laughs> Oxford knows nothing! <laughs> Alright, are you nothing. ready for the segue to come through? Meaning like, yes. here we go. Um, <laughs> toot toot, like a train. Toot toot, like the segue's coming, meaning like someone's stupid hoverboard or whatever. Um, <laughs> so yeah, we have games that are retro, we have games that are old, we have games that are new. Street Fighter fits all of these categories. Oh. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's what we're talking about today. One of the things. According to Wiki, Street Fighter is a Japanese media <laughs> franchise centered on the series of fighting video, video and arcade games developed and published by Capcom. The first game in the series was released in 1987, followed by six other main series games, various spinoffs and crossovers, and numerous appearances on other media. And the best-selling release was Street Fighter II, mm. established by many of the conventions as the one as one of the best one-on-one fighting game genres. Capcom, I looked up as well, is uh, very important. It has titles such as Resident Evil, Monster Hunter, Street Fighter, Mega Man, Devil May Cry, Dead Rising, um, Dragon's Dogma. But I do think like that kind of shows you like Resident Evil still going strong, Monster Hunter still going strong. So these guys have quite the roster behind them. And Marvel versus Capcom. I don't know what that is. It's a video game. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> What's a video game? <laughs> meet my, meet uh, my, meet my, meet Street Fighter <laughs> also has several <laughs> film adaptations um, and was featured on a Goosebumps episode in the background <laughs> on the TV. Excellent. I thought that was important to uh, point out. Also, I was pointed out they did the um, the movie on what's her name? You Chun know, Li. Chun Li, and it has the girl from Smallville in it, but not the one who's in the sex cult. I had to. Stephanie said, "Who's Kirsten Kruick? And I said, "Oh, Smallville." And then immediately had to pepper in that it wasn't the one from the cult because I knew that's immediately where her mind went. Have you guys listened or watched the Nexius shit? Because there's so much good stuff. Yes, I have. I have, and I know it's called Nexium. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) I wasn't going to correct her. (laughs) And when I say I have, I haven't. (laughs) So many plot twists. (laughs) Well, let's talk Street Fighter. 
<laughs> so, uh, unless you want to talk about Nexium, I have a lot to uh, say about it. No, let's talk about Street Fighter okay. next time. That'll be our cutscenes and cupcakes after dark. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> does, it, does it uncut? These are all uncut. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I cut them sometimes. You not better very not cut much. out any of my swear words ever. I never cut out swear words. So Street Fighter. <laughs> I had the the. the Opportunity. I was I was uh, fortunate swear. enough to to watch the ladies square off in Street Fighter Two and a few other uh, titles. Did we do Street Fighter Two and then we did Street Street Fighter Two Championship Edition and then we went to Street Fighter Three. There was also Street Fighter uh, and X Men or was Street it Street Fighter, Fighter X Men? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't know if that was that was if I was doing work. Were we doing work playing that? Did yeah, we, yeah. Okay. I mean, okay. it's Street sure. Fighter title. I, and I really love that you got to choose two different characters in that one. So you could choose a Street Fighter character and an X-Men. Mm-hmm. Well, and it helps that those two arcades were sitting right next to each other. Mm-hmm. And then the other Street Fighter one was, like, around the corner. So we went we went to an um, arcade um, the other day um, all together, and we wanted to hit up the Street Fighter, like, arcades. We wanted to, like, get in some, like, real, like, this is Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. And so we really wanted to have that experience. So we did. Nickelmania. Nickelmania. Shout out to Nickelmania on Murray and s- in s- on State Street in Murray. Yep. Languages. Englishes. I'm a master of all. If you guys want to sponsor us, let us know. <laughs> Give us some free uh, passes to Nickelmania. Oh my gosh. I would love that. I'd spend all my time on the Wizard of Oz game. Yeah, I'll, I was going to join you. Yeah. <laughs> so all the tickets, we had a focus issue, didn't we? I'm sorry. It's just so good. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't about. even like Wizard of Oz that much, but that game. Anyways, Street Fighter. we got to get back on the focus train. Follow the yellow so road. my Street Fighter experience <laughs> is... Um, I didn't play it growing up. I didn't really do a lot of Street Fighter. I didn't do a lot of fighters in general. Except for, like, Super Smash. Um, but I had this cool roommate. And he showed me Street Fighter 2. And we got into it a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. This guy. Is that, I'm oh, looking at you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We did some Street Fighter 2. We did a little bit of Street Fighter 2. Um, and it was fun. And I really liked it. And that's my favorite one. I've played a little bit since. I haven't played the new one yet. Um, but yeah, Street Fighter is, it's always just been there like a, like a cousin that I don't talk to very often, but is really cool when I do talk to them. How's that metaphor? Uh, it was weird. <laughs> <laughs> just like that cousin. I mean, I can actually see though, when you say cousin that like, that's kind of how I would describe a lot of these like fighter games though, mm-hmm. is they're all like family to me because yeah. they're all very, very similar in and um like there's street fight i'm talking about in street fighter uh mortal Kombat, super smash and injustice those are the, like the first ones that come to mind yeah that whole genre is they have a lot of similarities and they have a lot of you know familial traits but does differences Sh- at the same time does street fighter one have a a story to it now, this is the interesting thing street fighter one came on the scene or rather street fighter came on the scene and it's it's the prototype. Street Fighter just did not have it, it broke ground, but it didn't have the I want to say the commercial staying power. It, it didn't become the franchise dynasty we know today until Street Fighter Two. So as far as your question, did it did it have a story? In a way, in, in a way that you know you you have to you have to you have to pick and pull. You're you're introduced to a lot of early characters early on. Um, you know, Ryu and, and, and many others, are, for an example, make their debut in Street Fighter. Um, but again, it's, it was very, um, very dense. It, yeah. was, it was very dense. We, we, things don't get up and running until Street Fighter 2 hits the scene. And then does it have a storyline that you follow? Street Fighter 2, essentially, you, you have your storylines that are introduced in um, the conclusion or, or once you, once you, finish a fighter's journey you 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 defeat the boss you mm-hmm. you take down Shadowlaw or Shadowloo um you are introduced was, to the I thought it was what's up Bison in Bison Shadowlaw oh. the, the the organization oh oh okay thank the, you the, that that in Bison heads yes um we we called it Shadowlaw 
in the 90s. It has been since um, it, it's, it's, I don't know if this is a retcon or not. Don't take me to the bank, but it's <laughs> now uh, pronounced Shadowloo. So um, oh. after you beat Bison, you, you get your character's um, background and story, why they fought, what their, what their particular interest is, all these little, all these little nuggets of information. And, and I just have to say, back in the day, you got that story by word of mouth. That was that was that was how you had conversations about you know the type of fighter you wanted to be, the type of fighter who was potentially awesome, the type of fighter you maybe wanted to experiment with. It's, it's all through these sort of backstories and, and these 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 exchanges, these kinds of conversations through word of mouth. Well, because it was kind of like like you fight, you win with one character, so you get their backstory. Exactly. Then then you'd have to beat everyone. And and when you're dealing with that sort of system, you're okay. We're talking about kids. You're only going to get so many right. quarters to beat, you know, or to make it to the end. You you have to you have to kind of you you go to the mountaintop, so you have to kind of bring back your knowledge to you know to everyone to, to right. everyone <laughs> the pores. <laughs> and then and then you know you you have this riveting conversation, and you're just like, wait, what? You you went that far? <laughs> and then you know you try to take what you learn and apply it in the arcade yourself kind of giving me overwatch vibes where there is lore and story but it's not within the game you have to go elsewhere you have to go look to for find it. it yeah yes and then it's like overwatch it's maybe it's not like overwatch where you want to get the story and they just never give it to you god damn it sorry pat, pat, overwatch pat, two pat, man pat. still still fresh <laughs> continue about <Crickets>. Fighter. <laughs> So what it reminds me of is, what is that game that um, you go through, like, it's one of the most difficult arcade games ever, and you go through the entire thing, and you save the princess, and she goes, oh, you can't have any hope of defeating the boss unless you have this pendant, and then you have to play the game again and find the pendant. (laughs) It reminds me of that. Because, like, no one got as far as to tell people, like, got to find the pendant. <laughs> but, you know, people would say, oh, I got to the castle. There's a guy there. Exactly. And, you know, yeah. Exactly. Um, there were bones in the river. Yeah, you know, like, people getting excited over the different levels and telling you about the different levels. But, yeah, the, the plot is in... A very far reach for the unskilled player such as myself. <laughs> what was some of the, what did you, what did any of you come away with when you played, who you played with? Um, did any of you, I think, Marley, you played a bit of um, challenging the, um, the roster, the computer, going through and, and fighting some of the fighters. What, what did you find? What, 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 was it, what was it like? What was your experience? Um, yeah, no, I, I mean, initially when I, when I started playing this at the arcade, cause this is honestly, this was the first time I'd played like an actual street fighter game. However, like I, uh, said to, to Brian, when we were standing there next to the arcade, I'm like, I'm like, you know, to me, this is just like mortal Kombat and injustice. I'm like, it's the same thing, just different characters with different abilities, but the movements, the buttons, or button mashing, it's all the same. And, like, it's very, very just, like, similar. But I think, I don't know if you, like, really took offense to that, necessarily. (laughs) But I think you were definitely like, oh, Marley, you're so ignorant. (laughs) I don't see Brian ever saying that. But but it was the the mood. The sass was there. The sass? No, and I think... (laughs) Don't give us that look. But I also, I mean, tell me if I'm if I'm misremembering Brian. But like, I feel like you made the comment like Street Fighter came first, and it kind of paved the way for those other games. Is that correct? We did have that conversation. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's I did say that, and I'm glad you brought that up. I'm glad you brought this up because this is something that you know I do want to highlight and and examine in in, in detail. Because one of the things, one of my one of my my main responsibilities is I, I can't <laughs> I can't let cutscenes and cupcakes just you know go half cocked or anything like that. Um, so half you know. C A C cocked. The cutscenes and cupcakes. Cock. That's our acronym. 
Oh, yeah. Half cocked. Yeah, that's what I did. <laughs> Stop making that noise. Um, the, the, but you know, I, I, I have to, I have to, uh, support you where I can. And I, I think a statement like that is, it, it, it doesn't serve you well because you're already on a platform where you're trying to place yourself in the best position to learn more or understand more about an area or a specific genre that you don't understand. You've already come so far in the different types of games that you've experienced, the different types of games that you've beaten. The thing about it looking the same, I remember we were playing a while ago, Mortal Kombat 11 came out. That was a while ago, but yeah. That was a while yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah, we were playing Mortal Kombat 11, and, and that was when I first heard you make that statement. <laughs> and <laughs> what? <laughs> one of the things that that immediately came to mind was like, okay, I, I, at some point, we we have to rectify this, <laughs> and and here we are. And the rectification is this: even though it's something that you may not understand or that you are that is foreign to you, it's it's important to acknowledge. Or or have a, have respect for the arena. Oh no, and for sure. Not to say that. Not to say that. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. you don't have respect, but not knowing or not understanding what a particular uh, design or or you know how a how a, a type of game can can you know um, endure or or last in the culture for so long because it, it you know on the surface it, it looks very basic or it looks similar to everything else mm-hmm. that's the that's the opportunity that's the the calling for you to go in there and to expose yourself to it and I think you have every um, tool and, and opportunity to do so in your in your in your repertoire because if I'm not re- if I'm not misremembering if I'm if I'm remembering this correctly did you not pull off your super move <laughs> <laughs> I did at least once, but I didn't. But I got so excited that I forgot to like, like continue with it. There, that's it. <laughs> well, I think that's actually really important. The excitement. <laughs> the excitement was there. Yeah, no, for sure. I had um, a great asthma, by the way, in my left ear. That like, oh. there, that's it. <laughs> I was trying to quote Bruce Lee. That was that was Bruce uh. Lee. End of the dragon. Um, unbeknownst to me about the storyline, I chose for my first gameplay to be M. Bison, which is just kind of interesting now that I think about it. Because when I play games like Overwatch, the characters I cho- choose are usually tanks or um, healer. But I Pure think this is kind of like a predecessor to that sort of idea where I don't think you necessarily have healers, but you have tanks, you have the big guys, and then you have the damage, the little guys who get in there and are quick and fast. Um And so, yeah, there's so much button mashing in it, but there's also skill to it that Mm -hmm. the more you play and the more you know how to play that character, the better you're going to get. Like, you can pull out a win by button mashing, and I sure did. (laughs) Suckers. I I think I beat both of you. No, I I beat both of you. Stephanie destroyed me. Wait, wait, wait. Are you you talking about Street Fighter? Yeah. No, I beat both of you. No, I think I beat you. No, and then I continued on. On several different games. I only played you once, and I beat you. Whatever. Um, I don't remember Marley, that uh, Marley's a little bit competitive. Marley's that might a... seem like we need to play more Street Fighter. <laughs> yeah. Maybe a tournament. <laughs> I think we need to go back to Nickelmania. <laughs> All right. We're coming but for you. Yes, yeah. You pick the characters that you kind of like more and like the style of fighting more. Like I yeah. never pick damage characters, especially in a shooter, because shooting is not my expertise. Yeah, well, and I, I'm, no, I'm glad you brought this up because I, I was going to bring it up as well. But, like, so when um, we were standing there playing Street Fighter and I was about to play a match um, with Brian, um, his wife Stephanie was there, too, and I, um, we were kind of talking about, like, well, who's kind of your style and whatever. And I was like, well, the best one I can pick that would maybe help you guys, like, help me pick a good one is, in Injustice, I usually go for Catwoman. And so immediately, like, um, other stuff... Sorry, I have to say other stuff because we have a step here too. <laughs> she was like, oh, you should pick um, Chun-Li or um, I think she, right? She was like the first suggestion mm-hmm. or Cammy. Cammy. Yeah. And so I tried Cammy because I just was like, you know, I'm feeling her. And I, I actually immediately was like, okay. I, and I also played Chun-Li. And so I wanted to compare the two. And I liked Cammy a lot more because I like, 
and and even in Overwatch, I'm the same way. I always choose the damage character, right. so that's definitely my style. I'm not usually going for the tanks or the healer type ones. Um, I like I like just inflicting as much damage as possible. At the same time, though, I yeah. feel like you generally gravitate towards characters who have good range. Like, you like a good balance of range mm-hmm. and damage. Oh, yeah. Which actually perfectly describes my Diablo 4 character as well, which we'll talk more about in maybe the future. Foreshadow. Well, I, I know, I have to go home and get the game. I also <laughs> think... <laughs> I also think as we've been talking about newer games versus older games or like, I guess, story-driven games versus this fighting-type game, shorter match, that kind of gives you more options. Because, like, when you play Joel, you like in Last of Us, you can be a little bit um, melee, but you're doing a whole lot of shooting. And so for someone who isn't into that, like, it's still a good game and I still appreciate it, but that's not my style. So these types of games yeah. where you can have the options and do different things are really enjoyable to me. And I just pulled Last of Us out of a hat. Yeah. It might not be the perfect example. Well, but. and, like, with that example, though, like, Last of Us and, and other games like that, you're playing more for the story exactly. and the characters rather than, like, these battle, like, to the death kind of games. You're playing because you're picking a character that you are, like, fighting others. Like, you're picking them for their abilities. Right. And they're, and they're like, maybe if they have some fun, like, magic moves or... Or whatever. Well, well, yeah, but they like, have the Ellie in Last of Us who has a completely different arsenal compared to Joel. But or, then, and Abby, too. Uh, and Abby, yeah. But then you get these games where you spend hours playing over and over and over again the same character, getting their combos, getting their moves down, and you feel real badass about it. Well, and I have to say, too, um, so besides those two characters I mentioned before, there was actually a point where I was playing um, a couple different people in a row, and then... With, on the arcade um, with Street Fighter, but then, like, the way that that game goes is if you beat your person or beat your opponent, like an actual person, um, then you go on to play a computer and you play a few rounds. Like, you mm-hmm. just kind of keep going as far as you can. And so I did that playing as Yoon. Yun? Yoon? Mm-hmm. Yoon. And I, I didn't even, like, pick him in the beginning. It was kind of actually an accident that I picked him because I pressed the start button and without realizing I picked a character. And Happens so I just... the best of us. Oh, you ignorant fool. I know, I know. <laughs> so I just kind of kept with him for all those rounds and I kind of, like, was, oh my gosh, I actually really like this character. And I was starting to kind of understand his moves the more I played him. Mm-hmm. And he was the one that I got the super move on finally. And I was playing against your husband, Lindsay. Ah. And because um, we were both trying to like use our super moves because you have to you have to do it a very specific way. And it's not easy with that little joystick. But eventually I got it and I was just so excited. <laughs> and he, he yeah, he kind of we, we had a good laugh about it. <laughs> If that's what you call laughing. He was ranting about it. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Whatever, he won that match, so whatever. Oh, he did? <laughs> yes. Yeah, I was just joking. I know. <laughs> but the capacity for that, the capacity to uh, connect the dots or find or, uh, not find, but rather get in tune with the character that, that, that speaks to you and allows you to, you know, tunnel vision into the match um, I, you know, just, just like you picked up all those single issues, you, I think you're a street fighter to a certain degree. You, you, you have proven that you, you have that, that, that draw. Um, for me, it was, I was in school and I went up to one of the older kids cause he was drawing and on the paper, I saw this, this, it was printer paper, and he, he had, he, he inked out. I saw these combat boots. I saw fatigues. Then I saw this, this like, dog tag, and, and, and I'm just like, man, who is that? And, <laughs> and, you know, he goes, oh, that's Guile. I was like, Guile. So, Tell me about this Guile. <laughs> Guile. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I got the breakdown of, of you know, Street Fighter Two and, and that's, that's, you know where you where you can play as him, and and fate would have it as fate would have it that night. I found myself at a at a Pizza Hut. Now, now this is back in the day, all right. So Pizza Hut was a completely different institution. Was mm. there a Taco Bell attached to it? Absolutely not. Was there oh, a gas station it. attached to it? We're talking about the type of Pizza Hut when when Pizza Hut was almost like the equivalent of Chuck E. Cheese for teens, or. 
take that with modern day Chili's or or Applebee's. Um, it was an institution. It's where families gather. Exactly. It's where you make friends with the waiter. Um, and they had they had um, you know projectors um, on 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 screens and, and pictures of beer and just you know going back and forth to families eating pizza, all this stuff. And I remember I saw at the corner of my eye Street Fighter. I don't I don't even think I could you know I don't I don't know what my reading comprehension was, but I knew it was Street Fighter. <laughs> I ran over to it and I was able to play Guile for the first time. And and I've been playing Street Fighter ever since. So Who's your main? My main is, is gonna be is gonna be Ryu. Okay. Um, you know, just, just as far as stability and and balance and you know what I mean. Always wanting to strive to be better, but but you know maybe get lost in the in the context of, of <laughs> finding something other to do than fighting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that that's that's right. I just I asked because I was wondering if there would be like a Guile. <laughs> well, I mean, the man. there's there's a set. Ryu Ryu came later. Guile was first. So okay, all right. My repertoire is is, is basically Ryu, Guile, Chun Li. You just name off all the characters. Nine vices. You got Sean. You know what I mean. Uh, there, there's just there's just so much Sakura. I mean. We go in, in different in, in different avenues. Um, it's important. DJ, um, Fei Long. It He's happens. Still listing them all. It happens. I mean, according to Wikipedia, there's like over a hundred. And like I, I think it's pretty cool that they have like I mean it's it's just like all nationalities. Like that's kind of their like their focus. I just think it's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the stages too. Oh, do you guys remember at FanX, um, couple years ago i did we did our women in gaming thing yeah the person not that you could really enjoy this to its full extent in the nickel mania but the musician that i did did the music for street fighter and when i was talking about it i mentioned like how she wanted to um make the tracks like repet they had to be repetitive because there's only so much disc space but she wanted them to be unique and make them feel like you're not listening to something repetitive. So it's not like da 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 for six hours. It's more like da 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 or something. You know, I that's a terrible impression. But it, <laughs> it just goes back into like my love for music and stuff. And I just thought that was a really cool factoid of like, oh, that's like in the very roots of Street Fighter is this different cultures and new flavors and different i love the backgrounds of each state like each arena and well some of them (laughs) and then others i'm like oh boy (laughs) um but yeah like i just love that that's in the dna is like that music needing to be not repetitive not different not um the same i mean so yeah that's just a spiel that has something to do with a little bit of this, but I just thought of it and wanted to talk. And in the end, we love a good multiplayer game as well. Yeah. It's nice to be able to have something to play with friends or on your own as well. But also, I don't know why I'm pointing at you like you never played with other people. <laughs> <laughs> or on your own. Sad, lonely, Brian. No, I would say it's, it's good to... This is a great game, too, in addition to those two things, to... Um, to watch someone play Street Fighter. Like, I'm not great at Street Fighter myself, but I really enjoyed watching Brian play it. I really enjoy watching my husband play it because there's something like, you know, you're rooting for him. It's like you're watching a fight on TV and you're like, yeah, like, go get him, go get him. Oh my gosh. Are you, you, know? are you a big fight watcher on TV? Yeah, no. I was going to say, this is coming from <laughs> when you. When I said a thing? fight on TV, I meant like Creed 3. Have you seen the Creed movies? I have seen Creed movies. My sister's a boxer, okay? And I've been to her matches, too. Do you watch Kung Fu movies? (laughs) That's an inside joke between me and Brian. Uh, Yes, I don't. (laughs) But I do watch... Yes, I don't. I I do watch some stuff. And I, I, I can relate to the feeling of getting excited and rooting for a character or a person or your sister who you're worried is, like, going to die... And 
you know, I, I it's it's a very fun feeling to watch someone play Street Fighter. <clears throat> and as for this whole like you know playing multiplayer games by myself pointing at me, <laughs> it was an accident. Let's 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 just go ahead and you know let's clear the air. First of all, you know what I mean. Uh, we don't include Street Fighter in the lineup when we play video games because we you're there and you're gonna we kill us now. you know so i mean that's an option we can definitely do that but, brian i know for a fact when we were at the arcade and i was playing against you you were going easy on me i know you were holding back it's not about oh it's not about proficiency Says first of all who always wins first of all it's not about winning it's about the experience, it's about a multiplayer game. The thing about Street Fighter, playing multiplayer with Street Fighter is it's 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 almost like a like a different type of conversation. There's there's the reason, you know, the reason why Street Fighter is timeless in itself is it's almost like the equivalent of you seeing a a park goer playing chess one sided or examining the board, studying the pieces. Street Fighter is that same dynamic or has that same amount of depth that that will allow you to you know say things like you reach I teach or you know when you do finally take me out how good do you think it'll feel <laughs> hmm. he didn't say if oh <laughs> bum, bum, bum. sounds like we need to play some more Street Fighter sounds like we need to play more Street Fighter <laughs> yeah but are we do we need to go back to the arcade or do we need to do we have a? Do you have a version of? You I have, have like, it, like six on, versions on play, of Street Fighter Two like without trying, or yes. whatever console. We we we've done the we've done the gateway. We've done the arcade. We we we've experienced the culture. Now we can bring it home for sure, and have hangout sessions where we play console releases or or you know console specifics, title console specific titles or not even console but just any title of Street Fighter that that we can we can figure out how to get our hands on we we now have the training to do that and, perfect and you know, sorry you know i just i i think back um to last year for my birthday we had gotten together and basically did like a tournament mm-hmm. of video games and um it sounds like we need to do that again and we need to include Street Fighter in this. I feel like in place of Star Fox 64 because yeah, Star- there was oh, a, yeah. I forgot there one. was an ass handing that I didn't appreciate. <laughs> I think but Brian and I on a but team. But it was fun. We we changed teams. And did we kick your guys' ass? I think you're just trying to just you know one up us. Trying or to flex. Something. Yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> it's not hard. <laughs> okay. Where's my beach ball? Uh, you guys. And may I just say, finally, I just want to—I want to bring this point up. We're talking about retro. We're talking about what constitutes an old game. We're talking about Street Fighter. We're talking about one of the major mainstays of, of you know the gaming industry as we know it. Street Fighter Six just came out to Dave? mainstream critical oh. fanfare, and. What what does that say about everything that we have discussed up until this point? The fact that we're talking about another Street Fighter that we are seeing still dominate the video game landscape. I think it means that we'll need to have a part two sometime after we play Street Fighter Six. It means that there's a place for it. There and will always it, be yeah. a place for it. And that it's still relevant. People still care. And people, people still like it. Enjoy a challenge. The heart of the fight. Well, and and also just with with like um, beloved titles like this, you know, they're these studios are wanting to show that like, hey, we can also keep up with the technology that is coming out, and we want to improve games that everybody knows and loves, and so we want to keep up with that. Mm-hmm. So that's why. I mean, yes, I know sometimes I grumble um, sometimes about all the freaking remasters that we get, especially with Mario games. But, like, that's the thing is, like, these are beloved titles. And why, you know, like, they want to take a good thing and make it better. And they can because we have, like, the technology. And we're, and, the, and it's always, and it's growing. Oh, it's just my thought on that, on that. Well, there is something that we have yet to master. And I'm hoping we can do it today. 
Oh no. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Before you... we try that, <laughs> did we have any last thoughts or? Yeah, any other? Before we wrap this bad, bad, bad we'll wrap day up? up is, is, yeah. is so I'm going to say the first part. Well, wait, well, first. Did, well, uh, you have yeah, any yeah, final sorry. Thoughts? Oh, uh, final thoughts. Um, About Street Fighter or whatever. Uh, Street Fighter is, is is here to stay. Don't let it intimidate you. Um, I think I think you listeners have just witnessed the emergence of new challengers. So so get on them about it. Make sure they 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 stay and they and they take on matches so that they can see that just because it may appear to be the same, there's depth in, in mastering. Well, and like I feel uh, my final thought too that I, I was going to mention earlier, but I forgot. Um, you know, Brian, you when we were kind of talking about that point where I was like, "Oh, they're all the same, haha," and even you pointing out to me in a very nice way that like, no, like this one came first and like essentially paved the way for all these other fighter games. Honestly, like that kind of flipped a switch in my head hmm. and Aww. thinking like, "Oh, you know what? Like I have a little bit more respect for Street Fighter now." Oh, so like I'm that. I'm being serious. Like Street Fighter got some street cred. Changing minds, building bridges. Look that at should be look street at me. <laughs> yep, that's that's what's going on there. But no, I seriously like I would love to play some more, whether that be like console or we hit up the arcade again or whatever. But like yeah, like I think it's it's definitely a fun one. It is. It's coming. It's coming. <laughs> we're we're gonna do it again. Challenge accepted. Steph, your birthday's coming up. Correct. Maybe we'll do a giant tournament. But in the meantime... No, 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 no. Before oh we clock out here, we want to remind you about our Discord channel. Oh, yeah. Um, Discord.ageofgeek.com. <laughs> Discord.ageofgeek.com. Yes. There we go. Come join us. We're a lot of fun to talk to and hang out with us. And we like talking to you about what games you're playing and what you're doing with your life and what the real meaning of happiness is. Just kidding. We don't ever get that weird. <laughs> I get that weird. Are you kidding me? That's for other channels. If you get if you get philosophic in the cutscenes general channel, I will go there with you. We also you'll have, get made fun of, but I'll go there with you. We also have a bunch of other um, podcasts you can check out to suit your nerd fancies. And <laughs> no, that kind of sounds weird. It right? did sound a little it sounds weird. Sounds like fetishy. Um. Anyway, uh, <laughs> don't touch my nerd fancies. <laughs> we gotta go, you guys. All right, you guys. But until next time, why don't you grab a friend? I was gonna say that. <laughs> Eat some cupcakes and, and play, play some, some video, video games. Yeah, wasn't half bad. Bye. <laughs> This has been an Age of Geek media production.